Welcome to Season 5, Episode 2 of Bottom of the Stream. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. Welcome aboard. How are you, Nick? I'm excellent. Yeah? Looking forward to talking about this one? Yes, we have. Me too. We've dredged the stream, and this week we have come up with a rom-com. We have indeed. A rom-com indeed. This week's film is called Happy Anniversary. It is from 2018. It is a 15. It runs for 1 hour and 18 minutes, currently rated at 5.7 on IMDb. Okay. Shall I read you the synopsis again? Yeah, let's go for it. People's memories of what it actually is, if they've not seen it. It says, a couple on their third year anniversary need to decide whether to stay together or call it quits. And the tagline is, falling in love is easy, landing is hard. That's I love cheesy. the tagline. It's proper cheesy. cheesy. I love a tagline. It's a cheesy <laughs> tagline for what, what isn't particularly a cheesy movie, I wouldn't have said. No, not at all. It, it isn't. His poster's all like cartoony and is full of love hearts and upside down love hearts and cartoons and shit. And it's not like that okay. either. She's not, she's not schmaltzy. It's not what? Schmaltzy. <laughs> Oh, right, okay. <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. It's not you said, it, you said it like you had a mouthful of marshmallows. <laughs> well, I usually have, maybe, but at the minute I Maybe have. you have, yeah. <laughs> I'm not, not judging. Uh, right, this film stars a lady called Noelle? Noelle Wells, is that her name? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, she plays a character called Molly. Probably most famous, she does a lot of Saturday Night Live stuff. She does, um, yes. She's a voice in a lot of animation that's uh, but I didn't really recognise her. Have you seen her in anything before? I recognised her and then looked her up and thought, I I don't know why I recognise you. Yeah, not, <laughs> I don't know what I've I, seen you in. Before. I can only think it is from sort of seeing, you know, when you get clips of Saturday Night Live pop up on like your Facebook yeah. or your, your social medias. I, I I presume that's that is from uh, where I know her. I said yes. the words the wrong way around, but you know, that's <laughs> fine. Carry on. That's fine. I'll let it sit the right way around for you. <laughs> Oh, yeah, cheers. <laughs> also stars a guy called Ben Schwartz. He plays Sam. He is pretty famous. He's most famous for being the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog in the latest, in the new Sonic the Hedgehog movies. Sure. He was in Space Force recently. He was, indeed. He has been he's a voice in, in Bojack Horseman as well. Yeah, he's in um, Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec, he's probably most well known for. Um, and he also does a, he's got his own show on Netflix. Sure. Called Middle Ditch and Swartz, which, which Schwartz, where can I speak properly? <laughs> Middle Ditch and Swartz. I still can't say it. And that's really good. It's like an improv stand-up comedy show. We've talked about funny. it on the show before. It is, it's just wonderful. It's really, there's, really funny. There's only three of them. Yeah. And they're great. So they, they just... Um, Thomas Middle Ditch and Ben Schwartz just make up a, a play. I want to say, it. yeah, just a play really, isn't yeah. it? Based on, on sort of questions that they ask the audience. Uh, yeah. it, it is really funny. It is. If you well like improv... Which does divide people somewhat. I, yeah, I do understand. Uh, it's good. It's, it's really funny. The wedding episode is amazing. Yeah, it's really good. Um, also stars a guy called Rahul Kohli who plays Ed. He is most famous. He's in the Haunting of Bly Manor. Yeah. Um, he's also going to be in Midnight Mass, which cool. is um, we've talked about many times. Me, I was going to say Mickey Flanagan's new show. That's not right. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? Flanagan. Mike Flanagan. Mike, not Mickey, Mike. Uh, yeah, he's in that, which is based on characters from Hush, or basically, basically some sort of spin-off to Hush, isn't it? Which won season two yeah. of this show. And he's also he, in Eye Zombie. He's quite... He's yeah, that's, that's certainly where I know him from immediately. Yeah. Uh, he was in, I don't know, how many hundreds of episodes of that there are. Yeah, so there's, there's a 
stellar cast in this, I would say. Well, um, yeah, I mean, I, certainly the the person I was most surprised to see pop up in this was Annie Potts, who plays Molly's mother. Yes. Who was in Ghostbusters. <laughs> she was indeed. She played Janine. Yeah, you the, wouldn't recognise her now, though, would you? <laughs> I thought, so. I, no, I knew it straight away. Oh, did you? I was like, that's Janine from Ghostbusters. And yeah. I knew the face, and until I looked it up, I was like, oh, I'm not sure who that is. And then I looked it up, I was like, of course it is. <laughs> We're having a very Ghostbusters-heavy week this week. I know. <laughs> um, written and directed by a guy called Jared Stern. Um, this was his first ever role as a director. Um, okay. But he has written... He's got writing credits for quite a lot of things that you would have heard of. Um, he wrote the screenplay for Mr. Popper's Penguins. Oh, sure. <laughs> he also wrote the screenplay for a film called The Watch, which is supposed to be quite good. And he also wrote Lego Batman and Lego Ninja- Ninjago, the movie. I like so, Lego Batman. Yeah, I'd like Lego Batman movie as well. It's good. So yeah, he's a he's a good writer. This is his first time as a director. Where does this film? No, have you got a one word review, Nick? Um, snarky. Snarky. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I'd give it that. There's a lot of. It's quite a cynical film, isn't it? You're very much so. Yeah. And with two cynical lead characters. <laughs> We're definitely going to get into this, I think. Yeah, hundred percent. I would my one word review, if you ask me, would be montage, because I'm basically going to call this montage the movie because it it is. But... <laughs> There's just all montages. Yeah, but I I quite like not all the. I'm not saying not it's a bad every... thing. No, no, but we'll, again, we'll we'll get into this as we go along. They they definitely get a bit creative with how they use the montage. Yes, definitely. Um. Yeah, but that is that is absolutely fair. Thank you. Where does this film start, Nick? Uh, we're, we're at an apartment and there's two couples. Yep. They're catching up, aren't they? One, one couple's just returned from holiday and they're doing their dreaded here are all our photos <laughs> from our travels. There's nothing worse, is there? <laughs> I hate it. Uh, yeah, they're basically... I've, caught, I've written hippie couple showing a bored couple photos of a holiday. Yeah. <laughs> they're total hipsters. Yeah, it seems to be... Uh, Molly went to school, uh, college with one of them, or both of them. They're like friends of one of them, but not friends so much with the other one. Yeah. That's how I understood it. Ben, Molly and Sam, who are the couple, they drive home. Uh, basically just slagging off this other couple the whole way. Yeah. Having a bit of a night, with a bit of a... As you do, don't you, when you've been with people you don't really like that much, you talk about them all the way home. Yeah, they're like, oh, they... It's all an act. They don't love each other. They don't love each other that much, yeah. you know. It's this straight away. Yeah, this is. <laughs> it sets the tone, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, Sam and Molly have automatic gates on their house, and they decide to race them. So they both have a theory on where you should press the gate opening button in the car to be able to not slow down to go through the gates. If that makes sense. And they do, don't they? Yeah, they get it- they get through them and. Just about the whole thing is like a metaphor for like her being a bit more of a risk taker and uh, yeah. Sam being playing it safe, I guess. Yeah. When they get home, they reveal that it's their third anniversary, or it's just past midnight, so that it now is their third anniversary. Yeah. And we cut to the next morning. Sam brings Molly breakfast in bed. Right. This was my first laugh because <laughs> you know I love the Big Lebowski. I do. And there was a clear Big Lebowski reference here because the first thing. Uh, as you say, we cut to the next day and you hear the dog barking. Yeah. And the dog just keeps barking. And 
Molly's still in bed, and she, the first word she says, oh, shut the fuck up, Donny. Because <laughs> the dog's called Donny. I, and I'm like, yeah, I thought a million points straight away. Are you all in already? That's one I saw it was a great reference. I hadn't yeah. spotted that. That's, that's great. I hadn't spotted that. They kind of ignore the breakfast, and they're about to get down and do some naughty business. Um, and just as they're about to get to it, she just suddenly blurts out, I'm not happy. Uh-oh, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> and she gave no indication of this previously. She looked, They looked happy enough the night before. And they start having an argument. And it all starts kicking off between the two of them, doesn't it? There's a good line where one of them, because he's brought her a scone for breakfast. Yeah, and, and some jam. And he really wants her to eat the jam. Yeah, it really, really does. <laughs> and then he's like, can we just kill two birds with one scone? <laughs> really that was a great line. That was, <laughs> was, great that line. was my first laugh in the movie. She says, she hits him with a major burn because she says, I want you to be more like the guy out you were three years ago. And I was like, oh, that's, yeah, really, this is, that's really harsh. It's really harsh. <laughs> it really, really is. Um, and that triggers our first flashback of the movie. We, uh, we basically, this movie is just a basically all about their relationship. And we find out how they first met in this first flashback. Basically, Molly's sitting at a bar. Sam walks up. He's waiting for a date. They get chatting. Um, they really hit it off straight away. They start. They do. They do. They do that old thing where they sit. They sit down. You've seen this hundreds of times in movies and TV shows. Yeah. So they, they sit at the bar and they play that game where you know, oh, that that couple over there. What are their names? What do they do? Yeah. And, and, and you know, they they've got this kind of rapid fire uh, repartee straight away, haven't they? Yeah. Um. So yeah, they they they're chatting away and getting us to know each other. But then Sam's date eventually shows up. Um. So he kind of leaves her. And we cut back. We cut back to the argument. Um, she's now on the toilet, and they're still arguing. And he's piss- she's pissing in front of him, basically. <laughs> um, and we get a bit of a flashback to the previous night when they were with this couple. Um, it's yeah. a split screen flashback, which is a strange thing to use in a movie. But I quite like this. I thought it. this yeah. was something we've not really seen before. So Molly's talking to the girl of the partnership. I don't know if we got names for these people. Uh, yeah, I think Lindsay and how? Hi, hi. Wow, yeah, like that, I think. <laughs> but anyway, Molly's talking to whoever the female is, and she's talking about how she feels like it might be time to move on. And Sam is talking to the man of the relationship, and he's talking about how it might be time to move to the next level. Commitment. Yeah. Um, cut back to them again. Um, she's like, I've got to leave now. I've got to take my dad to his chemotherapy, and they take it out into the street, don't they? They start arguing out in the street. In front of all the neighbours. They get in the car. Uh, and then she kind of catches herself because she's totally forgotten that he, it's a big day for Sam. Yeah, Because course, he's yeah. got a big pitch at work. Yeah, so, big work thing. And she's sort of like immediately, oh, I'm, I'm really sorry, I've, I've laid all this on you, like on your big day, basically. Yeah. So they're um, in the, he drops her off at her parents' house, doesn't he? And Yeah. While we're on the journey, we have two montages. We have a montage of all of their previous arguments, which is from her perspective. And then the second montage comes straight after that of all of his happy memories, all of their good yeah, times. Yeah, it's, it's a good and bad montage, isn't it? Yeah. And I, I thought this was quite well done as well. The, the bad montage where they were sort of, just sort of, fuck you, I want you to <laughs> <Yeah>. die. <laughs> I thought it was quite, um, I thought that set a level of emotionalness that wasn't in the rest of this movie. Yeah, I think you're right. I, I think they got to do some proper acting in that montage. Yeah, and there's the bit where like Ben Schwartz closes the door and he says, "What does he say? Something like, I'll, 'I'll only be happy when you're dead.'" Yeah, and, just and just just to the door, doesn't he? Doesn't. Yeah, and he's 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 like got tears in his eyes, and I was like, "Oh, we're going to see some proper acting in this movie." 
Yeah. And and then we never really did. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's fair. It gets to a stage where it's like, well, this is still going on now. And it seems like it's it's a really short movie. It's only 78 minutes long. Incidentally, exactly the same length as last week's movie. Really? And, yeah. Okay. And uh, it doesn't... It, it feels like there's too much time. <laughs> it doesn't feel like there's enough story to fill that 78 minutes. Uh, me, yeah, but know. I don't think... Okay, we'll get into that. I mean, yeah, I we'll don't think this, this story is not really important, which sounds really stupid, but I don't think it is really <laughs> to this movie. Yeah, that's fair, I suppose. But is the whole movie is just this argument. Yeah, well, it's just... Uh, it just keeps they, going. Yeah. Will they stay together or not? It's... Yeah, so he arrived. They arrive at their, her parents' house just before she gets out of the car. They're talking about having a baby. Um, she says she definitely wants a baby, but she's not sure he's the right guy, which is a, yeah, yeah, another and, massive burn. Yeah, and this is what finally kind of pushes some over the edge. And he's like, yeah. "Well, that's what this is all about, isn't it? It's it's you know, am I too shitty to for you to want to you know me to father your child?" Yeah, because she says she's running out of time. She's thirty four. And if she's got to go through the whole rigmarole of meeting somebody else, getting into a relationship, getting a relationship to that level again, she's running out of time. So she has to decide now whether it's time for, if he's the right person or not. Yeah. They're both coming across so far as extremely self-centered. Yeah, completely. (laughs) And yeah, I I don't think that is by design. Yeah. Um, But they're kind of hard to like at this point. Yeah, they're not likable. (laughs) Um, she's decided she's going to stay with her parents for a while, and to the point where she's already planned this because she already has a suitcase in the car, which yeah. he didn't—he didn't even know was there. She, she, when she gets out, she opens the boot, and there's just a massive suitcase. So but I quite like—I quite liked it because um, she's like, "Oh, can you help me?" It's, it's really heavy. And he's like, "No, fuck you. Take your own suitcase." <laughs> and he drives off with the boot still open. Yeah, <laughs> he's like straight off. No, and he goes straight around to see his mate. His mate is Ed, uh, the guy we talked about at the beginning. Instantly, he's like, "Well, she's dead to me. I'm done. Yeah. I don't. I never liked her in the first place." <laughs> this, this guy, this guy is best mate, mate to a T. This, this <laughs> is the sort of exactly the sort of thing I do. So, like, he's you're my best mate. I'm completely blinded by that. She's dead to me. Is basically what he says. This guy is the best role in the film because he can yeah, just he, he just gets he gets all the best lines. It's all it's all the comedy stuff. Um, I probably liked this film the most when Sam and Ed were together. Yeah. They really played off each other really nicely. They had they had a really nice yeah. chemistry that maybe the other two didn't have. Sam and Molly didn't have. Maybe that's the romance we should have got. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> even offered, Ed even offers to set Sam up with one of his his uh, girlfriend or wife's mates. It's like I've literally just split up with my girlfriend. I'm not ready for dating, but it was quite it was quite a, a funny exchange between the two of them. Because Ed Ed's of Indian heritage, isn't he? Yeah, and and there's a good back and forth as well. Because Sam's like, well, do you know? Do, Weren't you in an arranged marriage? Yeah. <laughs> like, no, how dare you assume that? <laughs> he he <laughs> says it about his parents as well, doesn't he? Like, Your yeah, parents definitely yeah. weren't. He was like, they weren't. It was quite funny. Uh, meanwhile, Molly's talking to her mum about it, but her mum is not listening. <laughs> no, she's listening um, to the Bible she, on audio. She's got an audio book of the Bible playing randomly. That uh, made me laugh yeah. as well. Um, cut back to Sam and his mate again. Ed, Ed says to Sam, oh, you know, what about that, uh, your girlfriend before? What was, what was her name? Georgia. And, yeah. and Sam's like, oh, yeah, she was easy. And then it flashes back to them being very boring and yeah, not it's speaking just basically just word. both sitting next to each other just reading a book together. Yeah. And Sam eventually confides to Ed, she's like, look, Molly just doesn't let herself be happy. She just can't let herself be happy. Yeah, she's, he says she's self-destructive. Yeah, basically. Um, and then they end up having a talk about, like... <laughs> 
kids. And <laughs> is this the point where it turns up that Ed's um, girlfriend is pregnant? Yes, I think it is, yeah. <laughs> because he didn't pull out quick enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, they go there. And and just as they're having quite a vile conversation, uh, the businesswoman who they are pitching their idea to turns up. Yeah, basically they're they're in Ed's garage where they yeah. seem to be running a small business of printing T-shirts. Yeah, yeah. And she so, turns up to she's they're trying to sell these T-shirts to her to sell in her boutique shop. Sam's like shop. A, a bit of an artist, isn't he? Because I, I think he design does he design labels. Yeah. Is his day job is is like doing packaging for I don't know something, uh, yeah. dishwasher or something like that. So yeah, they're trying. They're trying to sell these T-shirts off the yeah, this, off that's the back the of the garage. But they've yeah, they've got a potential investor. Yeah, that's the sub story. Um, Molly's in the car with her dad now. He's take, she's taking her dad to chemo. Um, they're having a chat about it as well. Um, there's a flashback whilst they're driving to Sam being really indecisive. He won't make but any decisions about anything. I I can totally relate to this. Yeah, you're the most indecisive person I've ever met. That's not true. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> but he's like been put in a situation, hasn't he, by Molly? Where he, uh, what are they, are they trying to choose a restaurant? Yeah, there's a few things and they're trying to choose between, he, and he won't yeah, make the decision. He, and he knows whichever one he chooses is going to be the wrong answer. Yeah, because the next <laughs> flashback is her being really controlling. So this again, yeah. two montage flashbacks at the same time. One being him being indecisive, and then the, then the second one, you find out why that is. And it's because he chooses a restaurant and she's like, oh, really? Yeah. And you just like, it's yeah, very okay. passive aggressive, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And and Molly's dad's played by Joe Pan- Pantaleono. Yeah. Uh, and he's great. He is great. And and he basically says to, to Molly, he gives her a few home truths, doesn't he? He says, look, he's a good guy. You, you, you're being stupid, you know. You, yeah. You can be quite difficult, basically. He lays it, lays it down for her. Says, look, it's always your way or the highway. You don't always make it easy for people. <laughs> and we're starting to learn this about Molly, aren't we? That she's not as uh, pretty and uh, pretty. That's really harsh. <laughs> she's not <laughs> as. Uh, <laughs> what was the word I'm looking for? Uh, she's not as nice as she came across at the beginning. I guess. I suppose. Yeah. Cut back to Sam and Ed. They're about to, well, they are starting their pitch to this uh, scary business lady. It's a bit like Dragon's Den. They're both standing in front of her, just sweating and nervous and chatting. They, they've rehearsed the speech, haven't they? Yeah. And it doesn't go great. Yeah, it really doesn't. Come back to the hospital. This, the, it cuts, obviously, this is a story of two characters. So it cuts between the two of them quite a lot. So we cut between all. There's no long scenes in this. It's just very pacey, I guess is the right word. There's. They're always just two or three minute scenes, every one of them. She's with her dad at the hospital this time. He's having his chemotherapy. So she goes off to get a drink. She walks past the maternity ward and gets all broody. And yeah. while she's there, she bumps into a presumer guy who was her ex-boyfriend. Yeah, that's and right. It turns out this is Eric. And he's just had a baby like that morning. Um, yeah. With his with his current girlfriend, obviously, obviously, and they have a bit of a chat. They have a bit of a catch up. He's very flirty. She she flirts back a little bit. He gives her a massive compliment at the end, and then he just leaves. Says, "Right, I need to go back to the baby." Yeah, uh, Molly says to him, "How did you know your wife was the one?" And he says something like, "Oh, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure I did." Yeah, or well, where's that effect? Uh, you were yeah, the one that got away. Basically. 
Um, and then there's, there's, she starts thinking about him then, and there's a montage of, I've written, montage of Eric being strong. <laughs> there's just a few <laughs> scenes of him just doing things for her. That obviously I recognised him from, uh, from New Girl. Oh, was he? He was in quite a few, yeah, he was in quite a few episodes of New Girl. I think he was Jess's boyfriend at one point. Okay, fair enough. Cut back to the pitch. Um, it's gone disastrously wrong because the business lady has uh, sat on a chair that is covered in ink. Yeah. Um, so her her new couture top has now got ink all over it. So so it's got a load of polka dots on the back of it, basically, yeah, basically hasn't yeah. it? So like her being red, blue, yeah, all sorts. Because her t- their t shirts are small designs on a t shirt. I think I, that's I how you describe like, it. I f- yeah, I thought the pitch was quite funny because they they pull up the t shirt with this this logo on that 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 Sam's done, and it's it's a big logo on the front center of the t shirt. Yeah, and their pitch is like, ah, what do, what do people want? They want a cool logo, but they don't want to be seen in a cool logo. They want and and they keep pulling out these t shirts, and the logo is getting smaller and smaller and smaller, and they they eventually pull out this t shirt with the it's, the logo is so tiny, and that's that's all all his time has gone into designing that. That's, I thought it was quite funny. Yeah, that's the gimmick, isn't it? There's T-shirts with tiny logos is what they're trying to sell. Yeah, and um, so this woman is very confident, very businesslike. She just instantly just takes her top off, and she's now just yeah. standing there in a bra, while then the, the two of them try and sort it out for her. <laughs> the shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, uh, Sam's phone starts ringing while while he's talking to this lady, and it starts to piss her off. And she's like, "Who is it?" And eventually figures out that it's his ex girlfriend, and uh, she needs to talk about the breakup. So this woman's like, sort your life out. So basically what he says to him, I don't I don't care. I'm go- I'm not going anywhere now. Go and sort your life out. Um so yeah. yeah she says she says something like, I don't want to be in a business with someone who doesn't you know, care for their Yeah, partner. Wants, yeah, wants to have their affairs in order or something yeah. like that. Um so he does answer the phone. As soon as Molly hears his voice, she's like, Oh shit, it should work thing, sorry, and then just hangs up straight away. Yeah, but she's clearly upset. Yeah, very upset. And the business lady says do you love her? And that triggers a love montage. He's not sure. Yeah, he, he can't answer. It's, no, he can't answer. But it's, it, it flashes back to all the points in their relationship where they've clearly been in love. Yeah. Um, and then she sends him home. She's like, look, go home. Sort it out. I'm not going anywhere. I've got to pick my kid up from school at like half four. And I'm yeah, not going anywhere. Then. Yeah, you've got till then to get back here and we'll finish the pitch. So he leaves Ed. He leaves Ed there with this scary lady. And Ed is not happy about it. And he gets home. He goes home. He finds Molly on the floor with the dog um, wrapped in a towel because the dog has been skunked. Oh, no, man. <laughs> Bad times. Um, I've never smelled a skunk, but I imagine it's not very nice. It's not something we have to deal with in this country, is it? No. <laughs> it's, thank, not a, it's not a hazard. Thank goodness. Do we even get skunks? No. I've never even seen a skunk, I don't think. I don't. Have I seen a skunk in real life? I don't think I have. Have you ever seen a badger in real life? Almost every morning. I don't mean dead ones. Have you ever seen a live badger? Oh. Um, I don't think I have. I was thinking about this the other day. No. They, they <laughs> tend to be very still. To be very, there's always dead ones on the side of the road, but I don't think I've ever seen a live one. Apparently they're really scary. Oh, vicious. Vicious creatures. <laughs> oh, I didn't know this. I've been educated by something in this film because apparently the best way to get rid of a skunk smell from a, from anything is to wash it in tomato juice. I, I'll, I'll take it as red. Why not? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm, I'm believing it. Um, unfortunately, they don't have any tomato juice, but they do have what seemingly is a lot of Bloody Marys. Yeah, um, they've got like instant cocktails, haven't they? Yeah, and so they fill the bath with it, and they're basically bathing. They must the... have had so many. <laughs> I thought exactly what I was thinking. They must have had loads to fill a bath with it. 
boxes because the bath was pretty full. Yeah, it really was. And they were, they're washing this dog with it. Um, obviously, it's bright red liquid. What do dogs do when they get wet? They give a good shake. Bright red liquid goes everywhere. They find it quite humorous. The dog runs off eventually. Um, yeah. They eventually have a bit of a water fight with it between the two of them. Yeah. So that, they end up mucking around in the, on the kitchen flo- uh, the bathroom, bathroom floor. floor. Yeah, they have a bit of a kiss and end up uh, doing the bathroom floor naughty. Bloody Mary naughty in the bathroom. <laughs> Do you think he might be in the contendership for Botskas? Possibly. <laughs> That's two weeks in a row. We've had some weird naughty. That's very true. Uh, come back to Ed. He's still with this lady who's still in her bra. His girlfriend walks in. Is it? Yeah. I presume girlfriend or wife. I don't, I don't yeah. think it ever really tells you. And she's like, Ed, she's just... what's going on? Yeah. And this woman who just takes no prisoners he's and gives no shit. She's just like, well, I've got ink all over my top and he's getting it out for me. Yeah, she's like, darling, I was a model for 10 years. This is nothing unusual. Yeah, exactly. So, And she diffuses the situation instantly, this this lady does. It was quite funny. And Ed's, Ed's girlfriend's just like, yeah, fair enough. And turns, <laughs> turns around. Yes. We cut back to Sam and Molly. They're clearly in uh, post-naughtiness on the bathroom floor, both naked. Um and we get a flashback again to... They're talking about what was the best sex we ever had. Yeah. And I think they so... count that one they've just had as number two. And they so we get a flashback to find out what number one was. Um, and they're deciding to do some role playing. Yeah. Uh, they go to a local hotel. Um, Sam checks himself in as like a businessman, I guess. And Molly turns up as a I prostitute. Thought, I thought it was funny, like... Um... The monologue that Sam had in front of the mirror was quite funny. Yeah, it was good, actually. And he's, he's, he's trying out all his lines. So Molly turns up in her car. She's got a wig on because she's a prostitute. Uh, but when she gets out of the car, unfortunately, there's a wedding on in the foyer of the hotel that she has to walk through oh, the middle it's of. It's a proper posh. <laughs> proper <laughs> posh, yeah. And so she gets to the reception. She's really embarrassed, obviously. She gets to the front desk. She find, tells them who she is and, where, and she gets taken up to the room, basically dressed as this hooker. I guess the naughtiness in shoes from there. We don't see it because we cut straight back to the bathroom floor. Um, and she actually apologises to him. She's like... Yeah, she says, I've been I've terrible been, to you today. I've been a dick today, basically, is what she says. I'm really sorry. We're fine. Um, how did your work thing go? And then he's like, oh, I have to leave. Because he'd completely forgotten that he should still be in this meeting. Um, as he's getting dressed, though, she takes a shower. And she gets a text on her phone, which is obviously linked to her iPad. Because... yes. Sam sees this message come up on her iPad and it's from Eric and it basically says it was nice to see you or nice to see you today. It's, it, no, it's stronger than that. It's something so, like I can't stop thinking oh, about Oh yeah, you. it was. Yeah, you're right. It was I can't stop thinking about you. So he reads this message. Oh, that's a bit strange. And then from within the bathroom, Molly answers, but she yeah. just puts something like now is not a good time. Yeah. And obviously Sam sees that pop up on the phone. So now he thinks that she's in some sort of relationship with this guy. And then a dick pic appears on the screen. <laughs> he sends her a picture of his giant dick. That's uh, absolute hog. <laughs> really was. Um, instead of not saying anything, Sam literally bursts into the bedroom and confronts her about it, or the bathroom and confronts her about it straight away. <laughs> she's, she's like, "What are you doing? Looking, looking at messages." He's, he's like, "There's a massive dick." Yeah, I was just, I wasn't. I was, just he says, "I wasn't." I was just standing there, and a the dick appeared. <laughs> Um, oh, made me laugh. Eventually, they have another massive row. He storms out again. He's very upset this time. He's because he doesn't accuse her of anything. No, he says, "Look, he says, look, you said now's not the time. Does yeah. that mean there might be a time?" Yeah, what does he say? Time. He says something like, "You're leaving the door open for it." Yeah, and they have another argument out in the street, don't they, in front of all the neighbors again? Yeah, um, and the car. This, this time, Sam's not 
scared of arguing in front yeah. of the neighbours, so it's a bit of a role reversal. So he, he gets in the car. Um, she's left out in the street in just a towel. It's not looking good for them. He goes back to this meeting, and but unfortunately the lady's left, and Ned's there now on his own. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, she'd left. So Sam's like, I'm not having that. I've, I've run back here. I'm going to follow her. So they follow her to, they know she's going to a school to pick up a kid, so they follow her there. He basically confronts her, doesn't he? He's like shouting and swearing at her. Yeah, he's like, I've had a shit day. Blah, 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 all this. You know, how dare you dismiss us? Yeah, because she says to him... We deserve a chance, basically. She says to him, leave me alone. This isn't the time or the place. Call, call me tomorrow. And he's like, oh, I'm not calling you tomorrow. You'll just ignore all my calls. And he completely loses it to her. And she's like, well, actually, I'm going to buy your product. <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay. And it just goes from there, doesn't we- it? It's- she says, well, I was going to call you because I've been standing here at the school yeah. for 10 minutes and I've had several comments about how awesome my shirt is. Yeah, because she's got the top on and with the ink all over it. Yeah, with <laughs> all over the back. She says, I was going to ask you to design something like this because I think it's got potential. Yeah, because it's got all the different logos on, all on one top, yeah. hasn't it? She's like, maybe you should do a polka dot design of all your logos. Um, so yeah, so they've basically sold their products. Um, uh, they're, be- they're both flawed by this, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, Molly's then... We got to Molly. Molly's at her parents' house. She's kind of moping around on her bed. Um, she talks to her mum again. She says, look, I love him, but maybe it's okay to love someone and let them go. And her, parent, her mum kind of dismisses that out of hand because she says, me and your dad never loved each other. Um, we only got married to keep him in the country because he's foreign, isn't he? I didn't catch where he was from. Um, uh, Italian. It was Italian, okay. Yeah. Um, I, we only got married to keep him in the country. I, I pretty much hate him. I always have done. Um, but but she, but she says, but it wasn't a mistake. Yeah, I was just getting to that. Yeah, just get, yeah sorry. sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she says it wasn't a mistake to get married because we had you. Because of you, yeah. Um, yeah, and then she, but she, she, she says, if you love this guy, what, what are you even thinking about letting him go for? Yeah, she says, don't, don't throw idiot, it away just because you're scared. So she calls him and she calls Sam. He... Won't, he doesn't take he a call, it. he ignores the call yet. Um, so she calls Ed. <laughs> <laughs> Ed doesn't like her. You can, you can see this straight away. He's not her biggest fan. And But she says, I love him. I, I've, I've realised now that I love him. And Ed's like, oh, he's my best mate. If you love him, then that's fine. I will help I'll you. I'll help you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he says, I don't know where he is, but he mentioned Georgia, who was his ex-girlfriend. Yes. This is a, such a weird scene now. This, this, this scene... Was- Pointless. It was unnecessary. Silly wasn't scene. It? Yeah. So she goes to George's house. Because um, it, it wasn't awkward enough, as it I, they were going for the awkward, and it wasn't. It just fell flat yeah. for me. Yeah. So she goes to George's house. She knocks on the door. Um, Georgia. Well, she thinks that Georgia doesn't recognise her, and Sam's clearly not there. So to make up for the fact that she's knocked on this stranger's door, she asks if she can call a tow truck for a car. Yeah. And then she calls a tow truck for a car. Uh, <laughs> the minute she puts the phone down. Georgia says, "Look, I know you are. Um, I'm the you're the, you're the new girlfriend. I've obviously Facebook stalked you a lot over the years. Um, I've even written it. This is a weird scene. And then it appears that she, this Georgia, tries to make her boyfriend jealous because he comes yeah. he comes in and he's like, "Who's this?" And she's like, "Oh, do you remember Sam, my ex boyfriend? This is his current girlfriend. She and was they, looking they kinda, for him. They kind of like teamed up on him, masculinating yeah, this, this poor guy. Yeah, they really did." And it was really, he was doing really like weird. Looking after the kid. It was yeah. It was really strange. Yeah, it was an odd, odd scene. Yeah. Then we cut to Sam, who's driving a car. He drives past an electronics store, 
which triggers another flashback to a time when they had some fun times in an electronics store. The um, same store, yeah. The same store, yeah. Uh, this store, like a, for some reason, also like sells big... milkshakes. <laughs> it was like a Costco type yeah, place, it was a wasn't massive, it? massive, great big thing, yeah. Yeah. Um, so he goes in and he has this shake that they've had before and he takes it back. He's like, this doesn't taste the same because I'm sad Yeah, he's now proper was, moping. Yeah, I was sad now and I'm happy then. And then it gets even worse for him because the couple from the start of the film turn up. Uh, who he, yeah, they're who obnoxiously he, happy. Obnoxiously happy, yeah. He clearly hates them. Um, and they don't see it at all. And they're like, oh, is, where's Molly? Is she here somewhere? And they, they, they ask like briefly where she is, but then they start talking about themselves again. Yeah. Um, they talk about themselves a lot. Um, they even want him to take a photo. And yeah, of he, them doing their shopping. Yeah. And he basically just gives them the phone back and just walks away. And they're still talking to him, but he just walks away from them. Meanwhile, Molly's gone back to their house. And this scone is still on the bed. The scone from earlier that you remember that Sam was trying to get her to eat. From breakfast, yeah. Yes. She's kind of given up because, yeah, she doesn't know where else to look for him. Yeah. She's obviously had a long day. She's like, oh, yeah, okay. I'm just going to scoff down on this scone. Um. She opens the jam, which he was so desperate for it to open earlier, and there's a key in there. I thought it was going to be a ring. but it, So did I, yeah. It turns out it's a key. And it's a key for a hotel room in the same hotel that they had their best ever sex in earlier. Yeah. And we cut to Sam. Sam's there now. Um, Molly starts heading there. He's emptied the minibar. Yeah, he's a bit drunk. A bit worse for work. Into one glass. Yeah. <laughs> he heads down to the bar after this, and he starts talking to a girl. And he starts to try and recreate that first moment with Molly. But this girl doesn't... Yeah, but she won't... Just, she just doesn't she won't get do, it. Yeah, she won't do the whole let's make up stories about the people in the bar gimmick. <laughs> that, that, this bit did make me laugh because he, he made up this whole story about this couple and she's like, oh no, that's I met them earlier. They're, they're doctors or whatever. That's, she knew them. Yeah, that's John and Jan <laughs> from New York. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Molly turns up. She's wearing a wig again. It's her dad's wig because his dad's got cancer. Yeah. She found his dad, yeah. her dad's wig in the car. There's another web. There's another wedding on when Sam when Molly arrives, and it's a really that sounds horrible to say a really old couple, but an older couple, and they're probably their seventies getting married. And so uh, yeah, and you hear a bit of the speech, and and the the reverend is saying they were friends when they were young. Yeah. Or they 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 had a fling when they were young, and then they 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 moved apart or or whatever, and then fifty two years later they met again, and they were now just rekindling their relationship. Yeah, they realised it, which I. Yeah, which obviously hits very close to home yeah, for Molly. Because she realizes she doesn't want to waste these 52 years. Uh, she, she basically watches this whole wedding. Yeah. Um, while she's doing that, Sam's gone back to this lady's room. And Molly goes up to his room, but he's not there, obviously. Um, Sam sees some perfume, which triggers another memory. Um, it's the same perfume that Molly wears. Yeah, basically. And he leaves the girl on the bed. He's like, now I'm done. And goes back to his own room. And Molly's there out on the balcony. Um, they have a bit of a kiss. A bit of a makeup. He asks um, her if she enjoyed the scone. Yes, <laughs> basically. Uh, the next day, they're driving home. Sam says, where does the uh, where does last night go on our scale of best sex ever? And she's like, I think I've got a new number one. And then they try and beat the gates again. Onto their house. And this time... Sam takes the risk. Yes, and scratches the car. And then the film ends. Yeah. What did you think, Nick? I enjoyed it. Yeah? Yeah, I mean, 
it didn't pull up any trees, don't get me wrong. But I, I thought it was breezy. It had enough funny lines in it, clever lines in it, um, to to keep me going through, basically. I didn't particularly, like I said, I didn't particularly like the characters. They were self-centred, <laughs> self-obsessed. Um, but I think there was enough bouncing off between them and, and especially with Ed to create some light relief as well that it it didn't really drag for me it zipped it zipped along at a fair pace and I, I'm really glad I wasn't watching Temple <laughs> there is that there week. is very much that um, a message popped um, up in the discord earlier today from Sam one of our Patreons and he said it, all it said was you're going to hate this and it was aimed at me <laughs> I didn't hate it I'm going to put it out there straight away but like I texted you last night whilst I was watching it, I was like, "This is as about as far out of my comfort zone as we've ever been," because I don't watch films like this. I don't think I've ever seen a film like this. I have no frame of reference for any film like this. What, so, are you sure though? Because it it made me think of like results last year. I mean, this this is faster than that. This is funnier than that. But I was like, we're we're on that sort of rom com. Maybe aren't we? it's not. Maybe it it's not. I found it isn't. harder than it's, results. Qu- it's quirky. I think I found it harder to watch than results. Oh really? I, yeah, That's I, interesting. I, I hated results. I didn't hate results. I didn't enjoy results. I probably enjoyed this more than that. I really struggle with films like this because I don't watch them in like normal everyday life. Okay. So I've I've got no frame of reference on whether I enjoyed this or not. I like you said I didn't enjoy the two characters. I think they're both horrible people. Ed was the best thing about the film, but I didn't hate it. But at the same time, that isn't what I'm here for. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not. Yeah, I have okay. no. I have no expertise in this area, and yeah. I struggled. I struggled. I, I did struggle to keep it. It struggled to keep my attention. I, I, I see it didn't with me. I, I, I. It made me laugh enough. I like I say. I, it wasn't long enough for me to drift off into <laughs> anything else. Um, I paused it about thirty-five minutes in and was like, oh, "I've got forty-two minutes left." So. Oh really? Okay. But. At the same time, uh, we've seen this. I'd, I'd rather watch this than Temple, definitely. <laughs> so this is pretty, pretty, pretty in, inoffensive. Yeah, it was. Like it, I say, it, had, it had some funny like lines. It definitely, it, I, it did make me laugh several times. Yeah, I laughed a couple of times. Um, I must admit, the the two birds one scone joke made me laugh. That's that's brilliant. <laughs> it is brilliant, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's difficult for me this one because I it isn't my sort of thing and. It isn't a sort of film that I would normally watch, so I'm str- I struggle with this one. That's why we have the random. Exactly, that's what it's here for. It's to, it's to educate us as well as uh, entertain us, I guess. It's better than uh, Temple. It's easily, it's, it's easily the best thing we've seen this. It season. is easily the best film we've seen this season. I feel like we may have arguments about it later on in the season, as films start to move around it. Potentially, but uh, that could be interesting. But at the minute, it's number one in the stream table, I guess. There was too Definitely. there was too many montages and flashbacks. It was all over the place. Yeah, but it leaned on that as its gimmick. It did. That yeah. was its storytelling gimmick. It wasn't they weren't filler. That was how we learnt about these characters. Yeah, probably. They weren't you know, it wasn't just to waste time or Some of them were to waste time. For some pretty shots. Maybe it wasn't always executed well, but I, I thought it was written pretty strongly. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I've got no issue with the writing. The like you said, the dialogue was fun. Maybe it's just the two characters. Maybe I just didn't enjoy those two characters. Ben Schwartz is better than this. This is going to sound weird because I've just said it's well written, but I, I I think probably most of the cast are better than this. Yeah, probably. 
If it had been a cast of unknowns, because, it maybe would have been better. Because ultimately, it is quite slight, isn't it? It's there's nothing there. There's no substance to it. It's it is just two people deciding whether they should be together or not. And at the end of the film, they stay together. So we know further forward on that they were together at the start and they're together at the end. No, <laughs> it's just point, basically an argument. Cri- my, yeah, my biggest criticism would be I was never totally emotionally invested in which way they went. Yeah, it's, yeah I wasn't. Didn't care. I wasn't way. rooting. I was. Yeah, I wasn't rooting for them to either be together or or break up. Um, I I thought I might get that. Like I said at the start, there was that one montage slash flashback. Uh, to that, to their bad moments when they, like I say, they properly did some acting, yeah, and then that was never really required again yeah. through the rest You're of the right. Then it just felt like a bit of a waste of time. It was a bit like, oh, I've seen that now. They, they were together at the beginning. We've, they had an argument. They're together at the end. We've we've had many wastes of time. It was, and this, it was, this wasn't it was like a them. night with you and your <laughs> missus. <laughs> <laughs> <Perfect. laughs> oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do, do you want to try and turn the tide on it? Yeah, I I want more more a bit more heart in it. I think. I think I'd like to recast it. Okay. I don't know who I don't, you, I don't know who with. <laughs> I just don't think those two had very good chemistry, and I think do you, do you want that to... was the real detriment to the film. Let's put Noah Centino they, they in play it. With it. Somebody. <laughs> I don't they, know. Do you? I was going to say, do you want? You don't want comics in it. No, I don't want comics in it at all. Because um, both the leads are, are primarily known for that, aren't they? Yeah. I, d- I just, I really felt like they struggled with their chemistry and I didn't feel like they came across as a couple that had been together for three years. And I don't know who I'd recast it with, but I don't feel like those two were the best people for the roles. Okay, fine. <laughs> fine. I, I wanted, like I say, a bit more emotion, a bit more, um, yeah, pull me in on the heartstrings a bit more. Um plenty of time to do that yeah. you know like you said it's, it's 75 minutes long it felt like an early and Paul Rudd film maybe get Paul Rudd in there for me it was like I think it wanted to be 500 days of summer yeah and it couldn't get there yeah that's fair <laughs> I don't know maybe if Zoe Deschanel had been in this playing every character she always <laughs> the same character she always plays let's do um, let's cast Paul Rudd and Zoe Deschanel <laughs> done that's how you make this film better same script Different okay. actors. And I love Ben Schwartz <laughs> as well, so maybe it's her fault. <laughs> right. Shall we move on? Okay, fine. Do you want to pick next week's film? Yes, please. No worries. Nobody's played the wild card yet. It's a bit early. So we're, we'll hit the randomizer. What are you looking Unless you're going to play yours. No, I'm good. <laughs> you're good. I'm good. What are you looking for? What, what do you want from next week? Let's see some stuff explode. Yeah, action? Yeah, brainless action. Brainless action. Let's go for it. Right, I'm going to press the button. Are you ready? Yes. It has picked a film called John Henry. Okay. That's the name of the film, not anybody in it. <laughs> um, any ideas what John Henry is? I, I'm just racking my brains because I do remember the, the title is familiar. I have definitely seen it while looking through our list, but I'm not I'm not bringing back to the front of my brain who's in it. <laughs> okay. Do you want to know the synopsis? It's from last year. It's quite yes. recent. Yes, please. The synopsis says, when two immigrant kids on the run from his former South Los Angeles gang leader... I'm going to start this again because it's really badly written. Okay. When two immigrant kids on the run from his former South Los Angeles gang leader stumble into his life, John is forced to reconcile with his past in order to try and give them a future. Okay. Do you want to know the tagline? 
Yes, always. <laughs> the tagline is, hear his hammer ring. Okay. <laughs> uh, currently rated at 3.5 out of 10, this film oh. stars Terry Crews. Oh, okay, let's bring it on. <laughs> Jamila Velasquez and Ludacris. I'm, I'm, I'm here for this. <laughs> this sounds fun, man. This this feels like prime bottom of the stream. 100% bottom of the stream. 3.5 out of 10. Terry Crews, Ludicrous, and a man who's got a hammer. <laughs> I'm excited. I mean, John Henry is a pretty boring name for a film. It's a really boring name for a person, let alone a film. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, I'm excited for that one. One hour and 31 minutes will be the longest film of the season. Okay. So yeah, go and check out John Henry. Uh, in the meantime, check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Letterboxd, all at B-O-T-S underscore podcast. Facebook.com slash bottom of the stream. The email address is bottom of the stream at gmail.com. The website is bottom of the stream.com. On the website, you will find every episode we've ever recorded. You will find all four season stream tables, both seasons, Botskas Awards winners, um, loads of other cool stuff on the website. It's really good fun. Um, there's also a page where you can buy some Bottom of the Stream merch if you want a apron or a iPad cover or something like that. Um, also check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash bottom of the stream. For a couple of quid every month, you will get early access to the episodes. Now four days early sometimes. Um, you will get bonus episodes, which we'll do more of when we can get back together. We've left the bonus episodes a little bit, but once we're back in the same room, I feel like we could do more of that. Um, yeah, definitely. We'll give you some stickers if you want them. We've got phone covers. We've got all sorts going on. Uh, Nick writes a newsletter every month. And if you come in at the top level, you will get a wild card. So you can pick the film that we talk about. And also check us out on Discord. Discord is where all the fun's happening right now. We've got a good few people in there now chatting every day. It's always active. It's always fun. Check us out. Discord link will be in the bottom of the show notes. Yep, come and join us there. It is a good time. If you can't do that, then please consider spending a couple of minutes to leave us a review wherever you can review podcasts. That could be Podbean, Podchaser, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you can find us, which is pretty much anywhere. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, if you want, you could not leave us a review, think about leaving us a review, uh, or no, uh, write us a review, but don't send it, then wait a week, then think about the time you wrote as a review <laughs> in flashback. <laughs> or write as loads of reviews and then do a montage of all the reviews. Like it, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, do that. Um, check us out. Check out, what's it called? John Henry. And we'll see you next Monday for the episode, uh, episode three of The Wave. And we'll be back next Thursday where we talk about John Henry. Cheers. Bye. Bye.